0: Hey, beloveds, we've got a special treat in store for you this week. So How to Survive the End of the World's amazing producer, Zach Rosen, has his own show that I also love. It's called The Best Advice Show, and we thought you'd like this episode, so we're dropping it as one of our bonus episodes while we're on break. If you love the show and you want to hear more from Zach, subscribe to The Best Advice Show wherever you listen to How to Survive the End of the World. Enjoy and talk soon.
1: Hey, it's Zach. It's The Best Advice Show where every episode I invite on a different guest who offers me one piece of advice. Today's advice is about what we do with our anger and rage, and what we can do not to perpetuate harm. But first, you need to learn about our advice giver. Jackie Summel is one of those glowing people. Effervescent, excitable, wise. We've only met twice, both times on Zoom. But she glowed through Zoom. She hasn't always glowed, though.
0: Quite frankly, I was groomed in a, a a home that was pretty violent. And we sort of defined our strength in hurting others, you know, whether or not it was verbally or physically.
1: Before Jackie was a world-renowned artist and prison abolitionist, she was a young person living in San Francisco.
0: And um, this organizer, who I had a crush on, said hey, there's this guy, he, uh, he spent 29 years in solitary confinement in this prison called Angola, in this state called Louisiana, and he just got released, his conviction was overturned, he's going to be speaking at the luggage store gallery. Do you want to go? And all I heard was, do you want to go, you know?
1: What Jackie didn't know at the time is the speaker at that event she was invited to, Robert King, he would completely change her entire life. Robert King is one of the Angola Three, one of three guys, along with the late Albert Woodfox and late Herman Wallace, who were held for decades in solitary confinement while imprisoned at the Louisiana State Penitentiary, also known as Angola. All Jackie knew at the time, over 20 years ago, was that she wanted to get to this Robert King event so she could flirt with her crush.
0: And I was biking down Market Street in San Francisco which, if if you've been there, you know, it's already treacherous enough to try to bike. It's like, you're, it's so hilly, it's so dangerous, and Market Street has those rails for the streetcars. And so I was on my way there, and this SUV cut me off. And my reaction was to throw my bike down. I mean, you're gonna see a lot of old-school Jackie here. (laughs) My reaction was like, throw my bike down, pull my earrings out, and like go to the window of the car and be like fuck you you know and just like start screaming
1: you did approach the window of the car
0: <laughs> i sure did uh-huh
1: and they like did they roll it down did they
0: no they drove off you so know? They,
1: you started you were just kind of screaming i was at...
0: screaming i was ready to go yeah you know i was heated yeah the anger just was coming out right And I kind of put my earrings back on, reapplied my makeup and walked up the stairs of the luggage store gallery. And I sat in front of a man who had just spent 29 years in a six foot by nine foot cell for a crime he couldn't have possibly committed. That was longer than I had been alive at the time. And I sat in front of him and he was not visibly angry. And I was like, shit, I got something to learn from him, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, the next 20 years have really been organized around that process of unlearning and relearning. And how do I know it's working is because I've had many, many more moments of, you know, getting cut off, many more moments of people saying really horrible things, moments of violence, you know, sexual violence and verbal Um and my react i've I've yet to pull my earrings out, you know what I'm saying, like I'm not to fisticuffs again. I've unlearned that, and that has brought me a sense of peace that I do believe will lead to liberation
1: and when When someone does act in some kind of verbal or emotional or sexual violence toward you like if if you're not taking on that that anger, where do you think it goes?
0: committing yourself. Um, to abolition, really is committing yourself to practices that transmute right um, that are alchemizing ideas of anger. Anger is really important. anger will get you out of situations of harm, but it's also really satisfying um and and in, in the in and like motivating um, you for ideas of punishment and revenge, which you know causes ultimately causes more harm and so being able to take Ideas of anger and rage, at rage, and then transmute that and put that into direct action, whatever that might be, specific to the situation, is maybe the greatest gift that I received from Herman, Albert, and Robert, from my elders. Yeah, and they learned how to do that, you know, from solitary confinement, from decades in solitary, and so I sure as shit better be able to do it with all the privilege that I have now. Yeah.
1: When Jackie thinks about all the unlearning she's done, she thinks about this one passage from Viktor Frankl. He's the Holocaust survivor and author of the book Man's Search for Meaning. He wrote, Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom.
0: When you get cut off in traffic, right? Something that is really annoying, but isn't a life or death situation. Can you practice a sense of curiosity? I wonder if that person has a stomachache and needs to get to a bathroom (laughs) really quick, right? I wonder if that person is experiencing something where they are super anxious and they had to cut me off. And you just start to build up the muscles to get curious about things that have hurt you rather than sort of fall into the practices where you wish harm or actually cause more harm in those situations.
1: Mm. And so it's a practice to kind of unlearn the the kind of instinctual, man, I want to fucking punch that guy. (laughs) It's a practice to get to get away from that thinking.
0: It's a lot of unlearning, for sure. And, and I would just push back a little on this idea that it's instinctual, because I think it's mm. more cultural than mm. instinctual. And I think there are definitely cultures that practice a response of do no harm, um, yeah. where that urge or, or reflex is softened. Do I think that we as humans are nonviolent, innately no (laughs) I, i think violence will happen you know i think harm will happen but how we respond to it really matters if we believe that we can create a world where beings are treated with dignity where we can create a world that exists with a landscape without prisons that doesn't rely on punishment as the only response to to harm yeah
1: yeah Jackie Summel is an artist and abolitionist based in New Orleans. To learn more about her project, Solitary Gardens, and to learn more about the Angola 3, you can follow the links I put in the show notes. I hope you, beloved survivor, enjoyed this episode. And if you want to hear more, just subscribe to The Best Advice Show wherever you listen to How to Survive the End of the World. Bye.